I'm Courtney. I'm Allison. We're Courtney and Allison, and this is the Double X Files, a podcast that is sometimes about the X Files. Today, Allison, we're talking about rain. Rain. That's what we get where we live. It's raining right now. It is raining right now. It's lovely. Do you think that's because someone in Vancouver's getting it on? Oh, defo. Because <laughs> rain depends on the lives of men and and the women who love them and hate him and and ignore them. Uh huh exactly how it is this is episode something eight season something six of the x-files it's titled something the the rain king Uh uh-huh and it was a bad episode not because well there was lots of offensive stuff just because it was long it was very long and the the pacing was weird and i don't know Uh, maybe i'm a little bit hungover Maybe that had something to do with it, but also it was just bad. I'm not hungover, and I feel like I feel I think I'm on the same wavelength. Okay, why don't we read the Netflix description of this episode and get it done? You got it. <clears throat> Season six, episode eight, The Rain King. When I think of heaven, deliver me in a black winged bird. What? I think of flying down into a sea of pens and feathers wait, wait, wait. and all other instruments of faith and sex and God in the belly of a black winged bird. Don't try to feed me because I've been here to because I've been here before and I deserve a little more counting crows. <laughs> Listen, I'm on drugs right now. Yeah. What just happened? That was the lyrics to the Counting Crows song, The Rain King. Does it have anything to do with this episode? No. So you're just prolonging this episode for a fucking goof? <laughs> yeah. Allison, I want this done in five minutes. Okay, that's what you say to me every time. <laughs> no, I say it's going to be done in five minutes. <laughs> okay, here's the real description. Okay. When Mulder and Skelly investigate a mercenary rainmaker in a what? drought-stricken town, they encounter a force more powerful than weather. What's the force, Allison? Is it love? No. It's cows. Yeah. <laughs> cows are more powerful than weather. Cows are more powerful than weather. That is, the movie Twister taught me that, uh-huh. and this episode of this this uh, TV show told me that. Mm-hmm. Allison, I took four notes. Cool. How many did you take? Eight. So so I think this episode is going to just be a broad spectrum of what happened. (laughs) Just a broad stroke. Not a point by point per se, but like a best of. (laughs) And not necessarily in any order. No. Just what we remember. Mm -hmm. We watched it like three minutes ago and it's just a fucking blur. Yep. Okay. So, we start with kind of a flashback, right? Yeah. There's a woman named Sheila, and she's making up a nice little uh, surprise for the gentleman that she's seeing. Yes. Um, She has lit a candle. A candle. A candle. And you know what that means. Time to bone down? Hanky-panky time. Now, can I teach you something? Mm Mm-hmm. If you are going to get it on, don't light candles. Dangerous. They are dangerous. I have 
let's say, put candles next to my boudoir. Oh no! And I have mm, maybe tied a partner up <laughs> and maybe blindfolded them. Oh no! And then I had uh. Knocked over the candles. Oh god! And set the pillow that they were resting their head upon on fire. Courtney, no! Courtney, yes. <laughs> Was that part of it though? <laughs> no, it's very real danger. <laughs> but maybe sometimes that danger make you horny. And I. <laughs> that's that's today's kink, actually. Lighting <laughs> pillows on fire. Uh, and I. I I guess they wouldn't have known unless I told them. I could have just been real cool with it. They didn't feel the heat? I didn't ask them. Okay. They felt something. <laughs> that's for sure. Oh, boy. And that's why I had to throw out a lot of pillows in my time. Oh, God. <laughs> for that reason, for many other reasons. <laughs> like bed bugs. Oh, God, yeah. And probably, I don't know, juices. Various juices. I just like to drink juice like in bed. Like an apple juice when yeah. I'm getting ready for bed. <laughs> just like to have an apple juice. I do like an apple juice. And then, like, you know, it doesn't really leave a big stain, but it does leave a bit of a smell, so. I, mm. That pillow's just got to be thrown away. <laughs> I do love apple juice. Yeah, apple juice is great. I think people think it's for babies. It's not for babies. It's for everyone. <laughs> I had a really good apple juice on the plane to Chicago. I opened yeah. it up. It's so crisp. Uh. Uh. <laughs> so Sheila's sweetie comes home. Yep. He's a real dink. He is. And he calls her fat. Uh-huh. Probably somehow. And uh, they just got engaged. And, and then- he doesn't want to tell anybody that they are dating or... Are engaged. Yes. He said, I told you to keep it under wraps. Yes. That's weird. That's a red flag, hey? A big old red flag. And so he decides to go for a drive, and it rains. It hails. It hails what? Hearts. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. And the guy, what was his name? Daryl? Sure. (laughs) Okay. It is now. It is now. Daryl, he... Gets in the car crash because he's been drinking so much Budweiser's. Uh huh. And do you think like? Do you think? Well, did was it actually Buzz Budweiser's he was drinking, or did he did did they like change the label a little bit? I think they mm-hmm. were Budweiser's. I'm not sure. You you would think a company like that wouldn't want to market like a. A beer, like, oh, here's this guy drinking and driving. But what's worse is, like, is it worse that to show a guy drinking your beer and driving, or is it worse if they show someone else's beer and then they might get some kind of, like, sales from that and then you miss out on them? It's a double-edged sword for sure. <laughs> but I know that if it was actual Budweiser, then the Fox execs would have to say, hey, we're going to have your character, we're going to product place you, yeah. but it's going to be a drinking and driving scene. And they're in a conference room with those three frogs, <laughs> and no one knows what's going on. I know, because they're frogs, they're and they just... can say one adjective at a time. Adjective? One... Syllable? Syllable at a time. And there's a big bowl of flies in the middle of the table. And that is just for them, no one else. But then, Allison, the phone rings. Uh-huh. And on the other side, it's just the guy saying, What's up? 
Because they considered having 7-Up be the beverage he was drinking? No, that was a Budweiser commercial. Was it? What's up? Really? Was it? I thought it was 7-Up. Well, now I have to Google this. (laughs) Give us like two seconds. Yeah, give us two seconds, Space Cadets. Because this is really important. (laughs) The what's up, guys? You know. What's up? What's up? So we did we did look at the thing. And Courtney was right. I was right. Oh, Why are you thinking about 7-Up? Because it's 7-Up. Seven 7-Up. Seven no, I'm no, just no, silly. No. Could you imagine if the 7-Up exec, someone pitched them that commercial? Uh-huh. And they're like, no, we're going to hard pass. We're going to use the little, like, domino red guy still. He's <laughs> he's dope. He's good. Uh, and then they went to Budweiser, and Budweiser was like, yeah, sure. Sign us up. And so the guy, the, the fucking 7-Up commercial guys, they're sitting watching the Super Bowl, and there's their commercial, and they're like, fuck. <laughs> Someone give us those frogs. Those frogs are fucking rich now. <laughs> Buy as many flies as they want. <laughs> so there's horrible drinking and driving, yeah. and then a crash. And then um, six months later, yes. Mulder and Skelly fly in a little plane, and the best character is there to meet them. Yes. It's a small child. It's a little blonde girl, and she's wearing a spangly unitard, unitard and she's got a baton that she is a twirling. <laughs> and she has her own little beatbox. It's the best. It's very good. I would watch a whole episode about that little girl. I want that whole family. <laughs> they got a real Malcolm in the Middle feel they from did, them. did, but right? then we never saw them again. No, we never saw them again. That was the mayor of the town. Was it? Yes. Larry's feeding seed. Uh-huh. They're going to disappear like Diane. Diane! Diane! Should we do our Diane watch? Yes, this is Diane watch. <laughs> Diane watch. This is when we watch for Diane, who was only in three episodes, but is Jeffrey Spender's partner still. <laughs> she was not in this episode. She was not in this episode. And that includes Diane watch. <laughs> also, not a wreath in sight. Not a wreath. Guys, I was looking. The wreath conspiracy lives to fight another day. Lots of plants. A lot of plants. You notice? A lot of big plants. If they were lamps. Oh, Skinner would have a bone. Skinner would have a fucking bone, but they were plants. There's just a lot of tall. I wonder if, I wonder if the design crew got three really big plants and they were really expensive, so Uh they just used them Just kept moving them around? Yeah. Yeah, Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) So... The big thing, and, and again, this is once again, Mulder not doing, the X-Files is closed. Or no. Yeah, or no, Jeff, Jeffrey, Jeffy's doing the X-Files. Jeffy and Diane. And, and Diane. And Diane. Are doing the X-Files. They're on that big wreath case. Yeah. And um, so Mulder is doing not his job. Uh-huh. And Skelly is also doing not her job. But she's being brought along by Mulder. I wish someone would pay me to just do whatever the fuck I want. Right? <laughs> I mean, you do get paid on you get salary, right? Yeah. So technically, I mean, you do get paid for like being on Tumblr a little bit. No, shut up, Courtney. Everyone- My coworkers listen to this. <laughs> Your coworkers don't know how much we shoot the shit back and forth during work hours. <laughs> Everyone gets paid a little bit to go on Facebook. Yes, At this point? That's true. Are you kidding me? Dang. I only get paid for 
every hour I'm in the classroom. Mm-hmm. I don't get paid for any breaks or lunches, so I don't feel guilty. Fair. <laughs> I want to get paid for what being on Facebook, let me tell you. <laughs> okay. So, uh, they go to see... There's a sp- Okay. The mayor, Larry's Feed and Seed, mm-hmm. Mr. Feed and Seed. To you. <laughs> um, he says that this city has not had rain in 30, 30 years. <laughs> I think we've been spending a little bit too much time. I think we need a break. <laughs> we just had a month-long break. <laughs> it's just in us. <laughs> It's in us, that's for sure. Maybe it's in this bed. Maybe in the bed. Maybe if we podcast some somewhere else, we won't be as funny. The spirit is in this bed. <laughs> so is my dog. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pepper Jack. Um, he's naked, so you can't hear him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like me. <laughs> uh-huh. If you ever can't hear me on this podcast, it's because I'm naked. <laughs> I just got took off all my clothes. And that's a fact. Uh-huh. Um, so... Yeah, the real reason is that the mayor said that he's suspicious of this one man. We're going to call him Daryl because we don't remember his name. Mm-hmm. It's probably Daryl. It's probably Daryl. Uh, that he is making it be a drought so he, he people can pay him to make it Because he has a business where he's called the Rain King. Yeah. And he goes wherever people pay him to go and it rains wherever he goes. Yes. Okay. An X-File. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Allison, there are, like, there's, like, hundreds of murders that happens in the Amer- in America, like, every day. Uh-huh. You would think one of them would be a little bit more spooky than this. <laughs> like, are they just the bottom of the barrel? Yeah, they're just scraping it. Oh, I guess they're getting it out of Jeffy Spender's... Yeah, they're just taking everything that he oh, throws out. So it's the okay. real, really scraping the bottom so this is, season. is this whole season going to be Jeffy Spender's rejects? Yeah. That's not a good concept. Meanwhile, the show we want to watch, where they're cracking the big wreath case, we don't even get to see. <laughs> No, I want to see Malcolm in the Middle, but re reconfigured with that tiny girl Me too. Do, doing her little baton oh work. Oh my god! Okay, uh, so they go see Daryl, mm-hmm. and they do his see the the work. They no. s- they see his. They go to his secretary. His secretary, but they go to the weather. No, they I don't remember. They go to the secretary. Yeah, and she's I mean a tree. She's delightful. Her makeup's always on point. Mm-hmm, and. Mulder asked some questions. Were they of importance? Probably. Who can say? Who can say? This plot that was so drawn out, I couldn't even tell you if this episode it, was two hours long. It it was seventeen hours long. <laughs> so they Mulder is not so interested in talking to Daryl's clients. He's more interested in talking to a weatherologist. Um, and the name of the weatherologist is whole man hard <laughs> which is how i like him you like him whole and you like him hard <laughs> not gonna take half nope <laughs> do you think they wrote that down and then they were like <laughs> yes absolutely <laughs> they were like <laughs> <laughs> so they go talk to this meteorologist and he's like i don't know what's going on is it true that meteorologists actually don't have to go to school i have no idea there's one type of weather person 
And they just, they're pretty. That's it. I think meteorologists do have to, they you go gotta to go to school to get an ologist. Well, do you? You want to be an ologist, you gotta go to school. How about a Co- uh, cosmetologist? They go to school. They go to school. I'm gonna think of one. I call my dog a poopologist. He didn't go to school, but he's an expert pooper. <laughs> my dog didn't go to school. Well, you know what? That's a title you made up. It's not accredited. <laughs> Here's his doctorate right here. <laughs> I have certificates. Pepperjack PhD. Sir. Um and 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 basically Mulder's asking, could someone control the weather? Is he asking yeah. a meteorologist uh-huh. who went to school? Can someone control the weather? Yes. And this man who went to school, to weather school, you're saying, mm-hmm. said perhaps Uh uh-huh he looks molder straight in the eye and tells him how sexy weather is he does oh those nimbus clouds they're so poofy and round (laughs) like a boner in my pants your your boner is poofy and round (laughs) i know i have to get it checked out (laughs) friends if your boner is poofy and round go see a doctor please 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 Oh, he's just cute. It's fine. Um, Is weather sexy? I think we need to have a roundtable debate about this. Yeah, I think you and I alone can't necessarily. Um, What's your opinion on weather? Do you like it? Does it make you horny, baby? (laughs) (laughs) I like some of it. Yes. I would not say that the concept of weather phenomena themselves make me horny, baby. How about a how about a twister? Ooh, you know what? Just a, a real toit one. Not, a, not a level five. Just a little, toit little a, water spout. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Huh? Huh? What can you put in there? Whatever you want. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? Twister's not going to tell. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Right. What happens in Kansas stays in Kansas. Eh? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> so weather is sexy then. Yeah, weather's um that makes, one that one makes type him of horny. Okay, yeah. Okay. Okay. Now we go to the rainmaking situation where the man is on the farm and he is going to make some rain. Now, thanks, fellas, has done a done a thing which we like to call yokel syndrome. Uh huh. Where anyone outside the big city is an automatic yokel and will dress and act like one. X-Files fucking loves yokel syndrome. Oh, God. The yokel-like wardrobe they uh-huh. must have. What? The plaid and overalls? Yep. They must call up Oshkosh Bagosh and like, we need those adult overalls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the, the yokels leave out a pre- plethora of goods, mm-hmm. like a sacrificial plate to Daryl, including more Budweiser. I'm sure Budweiser's happy about that. And a pack of Morley's. And a pack of, of, of smokes. And a bowl of jelly beans with no green ones. Mm. He's got a rider. He does. He does. <laughs> what would be on your rider? Uh, Three things. You Okay, we're doing X-Files Live mm-hmm. from Los Angeles. And, um... 
NPR, 99% Invisible, open for us. Oh, what? <laughs> what is this fantasy world? <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And we're like, hey, fucking Radiotopia, we got, this is what, these are our demands. Yeah. What are the things that you, we get six, so three, three each. each. Yeah. Um, okay. A really good bottle of uh, cola. Like local, like local okay. cola that you haven't tasted. That before. haven't tasted before. Okay. Um, a Kit Kat. Just one. Just a- Allison, we could get anything you ask for one Kit Kat. Not like a Lincoln log of Kit Kats, all divided up for you. <laughs> Think big, my boy. Oh boy. Um. Okay. Um. Uh. Okay. Uh. Local soda. Okay. Um, a cheesecake, a whole cheesecake. Yes. Made with fresh fruit from the area. Very good. Very um, good. And a box of Imodium. <laughs> I would like extra strength, quick acting. Oh, ooh, you know you're serious. <laughs> I would like the three cutest dogs. What? From your shelter. You can do that, Allison. You can do anything in this world. <laughs> This is fantasy radiotopia money <laughs> that they're paying us. Three of their cutest dogs. From from the local shelter. And I'm going to hug them a lot. Aww. Okay, that's my first. What? Three dogs is one that's item? That's one. They come as a group. Okay. They're a family. I feel like, <laughs> I, feel like I didn't understand Don't this game. Don't separate the family, Allison. I would like a local celebrity... I don't know them personally, but everyone else knows them. They're going to feed me chicken wings. Okay. And we're going to film it and put it on Instagram. Cool. So I'll be really hot in that area. Uh-huh. And then I want the local, uh, a local Little League mm-hmm. to come, and I'm going to throw the first pitch for them in the green room. You're asking a lot. <laughs> When you're a big star... Are you going to hit one of the Little League kids with a pitch? <laughs> Maybe. But you know what? I'm a star, baby. Okay. This is like... You know what? Roman Mars, he said whatever we want. Oh, Roman Mars said it. Right? <laughs> Don't you feel dumb now asking oh, okay. for a cheesecake and cola? <laughs> Do you need to redo it? No, it's okay. fine. Okay. You can share the puppies with me. Okay. Okay. Um, it rains. It rains, and Mulder and Scully are like, oh, Mulder was right. Mulder was right. It's like a ghost. Yeah. Right? Ooh, Ooh. Mulder was right. <laughs> but of course he but was. But of course. He is a stand-in for Chris Carter, who's always right. Flush it down the toilet. <laughs> so... This is, um, this is, it's a, sa- it's, 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 it's a conundrum. Yeah. It's an enigma. Uh-huh. It's a real life riddle. Uh-huh. And so they are, is this when, um, Mr. Hardman, what's his name? Whole Man Hard. <laughs> That's so stupid. And Sheila talk. Yeah, and she's like, I miss Daryl. And he's like, why do you miss Daryl for? He was mean to you. Yeah, and she's like, I wish those FBI agents would leave. She says she wished they wouldn't get any sleep. No, she says she wouldn't get any sleep knowing they were in town. Yeah, because she's gonna do the one-handed tango all night long. (laughs) 
just all that sexy weather. All that sexy. Mm. Just like you know, when just like just like a light breeze just blows across your naked body, <laughs> and your nipples get real hard. Yeah, and you're like, oh, oof, weather. What are you doing to me? <laughs> I get it now. He was right. So this is when we go to a hotel, uh-huh. and it's the hotel. Holiday Inn, and it's the Ool Hotel. But it's the cool... Cool view. Cool view. Because it was flicking. Cool view. Cool view. And it's real windy out. It's very windy. And you know it's Kansas because right next to the hotel, there's just a bunch of cows. Uh-huh. What are they doing here? Can you rent one? No. No? Why would you... Yes. Have? And <laughs> you get to milk them. Do you think cows like being milked? I just, I'm not mentally prepared to examine the ramifications of either answer. I mean, A, they do like being milked and it makes them horny. (laughs) B, they don't like being milked and we do it to them anyways. Because we gotta have our fucking milk. Big milk. What did we, what we were saying last episode. (laughs) It all comes around, people. I just, if someone was pulling on my titties like every other day. I'd hate it. I'd hate it. If it's anything like a mammogram, I'm not interested. No, 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 no. Unless they full titties. Maybe it feels good. I'm so uncomfortable. Have you ever had, Allison? Let me ask you. Have you ever had a full titty? Never in my life. Me either. I don't know how it feels. Okay. okay. Have you ever felt a full titty? No. Oh, that's unfortunate. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> I have felt a cow's udder, though. And how did it feel? They are velvety. Really? Yes. It is arousing. (laughs) (laughs) And there's your kink, ladies and gentlemen. You found it. You found We got there. Ding, ding, ding. I thought tornadoes... I thought thought sticking your dick in a twister was the kink. No, you'd think that. No, but we gotcha. (laughs) That was the red herring. (laughs) Okay. The cows. The cows. They're not for rent. They like being milked. <laughs> they're there. They're right next to the hotel. A big gust of wind picks one up and uh-huh. throws it on Mulder's bed. It falls right through the roof of his hotel room into the onto the bed. And we're like, the, that just happened. That just happened. And the next scene that happens is the man who's trying to clean up the dead cow on the, on the uh, bed. And he says to Scully, he says, you better get out of the way, miss. Uh, they'll be like flying hamburger. Which is, I mean, a cow died. <laughs> a cow has died. A cow has died. That cow had a family. It's extremely callous. And cowless? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Their family is right outside. Yeah, it's extremely devastating for them, and you should really right? think about that before you <laughs> say something like that. <laughs> X-Files? Um... So now Mulder's wondering, hmm, who who done it? Who done it? So they think the Sheila did it. Yeah, and Sheila also thinks Sheila did it. Yeah, because she says, "Arrest me, officer! I did the weather crime. <laughs> I murdered that cow. <laughs> I fucked the tornado non consensually. Twas I. <laughs> Twas I who made sexy clouds in the sky." <laughs> Um, and so she tells her story. Yeah, she details kind of all these different weather phenomenons that have happened on major days of her life. Really shitty ones, too. Yeah, it's almost as if, like, I mean, gosh, 
Thomas is a flat. As if someone's been ruining her life via weather phenomenons for 30 years. Oh, that's silly. <laughs> Gosh. Now, I stopped writing notes and paying attention at this point. Fair. Because the cat, a cow has died, and so nothing's worth it. And after we, that. and there was no Reese, and we didn't hear anything about Diane. So I don't know <laughs> what to tell you. What happens next after she kind of admits to Mulder tells her that there's absolutely no way she did it. Oh, and um, and then Scully decides that they're going to leave town. And then as she, as Scully's preparing for them to leave town, Mulder confronts his. Sorry. Final, should I not have kept talking when no. you were doing that? I was like very quietly trying to drink and it wasn't working. <laughs> no, it's fine. We'll leave it I am, I am a very sloppy boy. Um, so Mulder realizes what he thinks is happening is that, um, that the whole man hard is the one making the weather happen and also simultaneously Daryl found that his rain has dried up and he gets upset and then yes. um he's not happy about that no no one's happy about any of this um and daryl says that he is gonna leave his girlfriend who's his his assistant um because he needs a bunch of money because everyone's suing him now because of his rain not no happening. no rain happened um and sheila has money so he's gonna try to go back to her why do you think sheila has money just good investments yeah just smart, good head on her shoulders. That's smart. Just lucky. Now we we actually gushed. We 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 loved Sheila. We did like Sheila until until we realized that she was played by Victoria Jackson uh, of SNL and The Tea Party. Uh oh. Spaghettios. Flush down the toilet. Bye bye. Bye. Hey, you know the thing that we said last episode about, like, what did you say? Killing the artist? Death of the era? Death, yeah, or death of the era, or in this case, death of the artist. We liked her. As soon as we found out something shitty about her, guess what? Flush down the toilet. We don't need her in our life. Mm-hmm. Neither do you. Flush X-Files down the toilet. Bye-bye. Bye. Um, and then... And then... Mulder realizes that Whole Man Hard is the one... Causing the weather phenomenon is because he's in love with Sheila. Yes. And he has been all this time. And now starts one of the worst cases of, oh no, I'm in the friend zone. Uh-huh. I'm a the nice guy. T- the TV show. Mm-hmm. Are we supposed to feel sorry for this man? Who has been ruining this young woman's life. All of her life. Because of his pent-up feelings that he can't express? And Sheila apparently owes him something? I don't know. It's, we don't like it. Um, so yeah, he, Mulder's like, well, you should just tell her how you feel and that'll fix this whole situation. And then he's like, no, I need you to tell me how to talk to her. And then there's, there's a pea, pea soup fog everywhere because he won't let them leave because he needs Mulder's help. And then Mulder's like, fine, I'll tell you how to talk to the ladies. And now, why did Holt Man Hard pick Mulder for this? Only person around? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. one of the things he says is like, hey, Mulder, you're real sexy. You must have a giant hog. <laughs> how, do you, how do you romance the ladies? Uh-huh. And Mulder says, I do not. 
Thank you. I watch a lot of pornography. (laughs) Very soft pornography. It takes an hour to take off any clothing. (laughs) It's just a lot of dry humping. Uh Uh-huh. Um, so Mulder, oh God, Mulder says, just say you love her Mm because that will fix everything. Uh Uh-huh. Will it? No. Because guess what? Sheila's under no obligation to say, oh, I love you back. And then everything will be okay. Because you know what? If the other person, I mean, okay, a lot of people are clueless uh-huh. to, to like, flirting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I am. Um, but if they've been, like, best buds for, like, what, 10 years? Yeah. No, probably even longer. 20, because they were friends in high school. And nothing happened? Yeah. Then nothing's going to happen. Like, uh, clearly not a lot There's of chemistry there. Happen. Nothing's going to happen. And, like, if you have... If you have um, a crush on someone in your life that, like, you've known for 20 years and you just, like, have never said anything about it, that's not a them problem, but that's a you problem. Are you trying to tell me something? (laughs) (laughs) Allison, this isn't the time. (laughs) Don't worry, it's a me problem. (laughs) Allison... It's a me problem, too. Oh, God, I believe. (laughs) Not not in front of the dog. (laughs) Um, Um, No, but that's just like... Sorry, my dog's slowly rotating and it's... so cute. Very good. There you go, bud. I feel like like, there's that pervasive idea that, like, if you're this nice guy and you have a crush on a girl, like, it's partially their fault, right? Well, here's the thing. You think you're a nice guy. Yeah. And that's that's the whole big problem. If you have a crush on someone and I don't know, they're not really interested, they're not picking up your signals, it's it's you, buddy. Like yeah. it's it's either they're not interested that you're not their type, that's perfectly okay, but you're maybe probably not a nice guy, as nice guy as you think you are. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Oh. In this like age of incels, I just I can't yeah. I can't go into this, like, fucking, oh, you're friends, but then you love each other, and but she never will love you back, and it's her fault. Like, ugh. Sucks. 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 Um, so he goes, he says, I love you. She says, oh, I love you too, and casually, but then apparently she's in love with Mulder. <gasps> Who she just met. Yeah. Okay. So then Daryl comes in. He's trying okay. to... Okay, Sheila. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sheila. So Daryl comes in. He's trying to get Sheila back. And then he sees her with Mulder and he tries to swing at Mulder. And Mulder's like, nah And then Daryl goes away. Oh, and Sheila kisses Mulder. Sheila kisses Mulder. Just as Scully and Holman hard walk in. <laughs> um, and he's like, well, it's not what it looks like. And then whole man hard is mad and there's a big thunderstorm and Skelly's like, yeah, okay. And then here starts this like little feeder, little, they put a little chum in the water for those, (laughs) those sharks that love Skelly Mulder shit, Uh right? Because the next like, I don't know, 13 minutes is like an allegory for Mulder and Skelly of how friends you know, at one point, first they're friends, and then suddenly one day it turns and yeah. they're lovers. Because, like, in TV a lot, yeah, but not a lot in real life, not really. Not in real life, but again, there has to be some sort of connection. Yeah. And what Mulder does to Scully 
is horrid. And you know what? Scully's not a great person either. They're uh-huh. both trash. Yep. So maybe they deserve each other? I still don't think Skelly deserves Mulder. (laughs) No one deserves Mulder. Mulder doesn't deserve Mulder. (laughs) They go to the the reunion. They go to the reunion, and they're telling Holman and he's got to try to finally, you know, be like, say, I'm in love with you. And he does. Yeah. And also super stormy out. And Daryl's there, and he's having a bad time. And then um, Sheila walks away when he says he's in love with her. And she goes to the bathroom, and Skelly gives her a pep talk. Yeah, this is almost like Scully saying, give this nice guy a chance. Uh Uh-huh. Scully. And then Sheila's like, you're just jealous because you love Mulder. Um, But then she finally decides to go out and give a smooch to whole man hard, um, which makes that whole man hard. And um, (laughs) in the weather sense. (laughs) Yeah. So. And then it's sunny out. A weather boner is a rainbow? Yeah. I guess so. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, I have a question for you. Did you get invited to your 10-year... Uh, anna- I did, yeah. 10-year anniversary or 10-year nope, reunion? Not, yes, reunion. Um, I did, but uh, it it uh, didn't... Or... Uh, yeah, it was being organized by, like, one of our classmates. Yeah. And not necessarily organized well. Um, but me, I instead, me and, like, five or so other people that I went to school with who were all in Vancouver just had our own mini reunion, went for yeah. pizza and board games. Um, what, what did, what happened? Do you know what happened at that reunion? Or No. No. I didn't get invited to mine. <laughs> I did move like the whole size of the continent away. Peace so, out, fuckos. I so don't blame them necessarily. <laughs> nor did I want to see any of them. <laughs> um I went to Colin's reunion. Mm-hmm. It was incredibly awkward. Ugh, yeah, it seems that way. Because it was like people that I had a you know how sometimes you just have a snapshot of someone, like, for from the last couple times you saw that person, mm-hmm. and then you have this 10-year gap, and then you see them again, and they look like them, but, a, like, a, yeah. like, a TV version of them? Totally. Because it's like, oh, no, you aged. That's uh-huh. weird. Uh-huh. So they were, like, balding or had gained a couple pounds or they had, like, different hair. And a lot of people, all they talked about was, like, adult shit. Boring. And it's like, my dude, I smoke a... I used to smoke bowls with you and then got, got like, a fucking giant frosty down the road. Like, what happened? You got old. And then I realized I was the one who got old, too. (laughs) And it was really awful. That sounds bad. Yeah. I hate to be reminded of my mortality. Right? That we age. Yeah. That's why I'm glad our relationship, Allison, it's continued for so long because... It's this, there's never been a giant gap, so we don't, like, see each other in five years and like, what happened? (laughs) (laughs) We know what happened. Because we're responsible for it. We've been there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If you have been to your 10-year reunion or beyond, our five-year reunion, I think my high school had a five-year reunion. Really wild. Uh, Everyone still lives in the same fucking town over there. It's fucking New Hampshire. Um, Email us. Yeah, doublexfilespodcast at gmail.com. We want to live and breathe your awkwardness. Gross. Mm. Uh, So the last beat of this is that um, they are happily married and Sheila has had his baby and there's a rainbow outside. Hallelujah. (sighs) 
It's this nice guy syndrome. Yeah. You're a fucking awkward nice guy. Like, I hate how nice guys are supposed to be the underdog of the television world. Yeah. But really, every single story is about them. Right? Yeah. Okay. Let's rate it. Let's rate it. I rate it on a spooky scale. One is I gonna go to sleep. Five Uh is I will never sleep again. This is a negative 17... Point five because wow. I did want to go. To sleep. You really wanted to go to sleep. A uh, very bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could tell. Uh, I rate on a rage scale because from one, which means hey, great up, bud, uh, to the worst episode we've ever watched, Excelsis Day, and I'm going to give this a three. Really good. No, goddamn, I'm going to give it a seven. Allison. No, an eight. I'm going to give it an eight. Eight. Okay. I get so confused. But you just said to Excelsis Day. I'm bad with numbers. Okay. <laughs> That's yeah. You're right. That's not the right Buddy. one. Okay, it goes from one, which means. One good, is good. Then it goes all the way to My Struggle Part Three, yes. which is the worst one we watched. And I'm going to give it an eight. There we go. There we go. You did it. Oh my god, Allison, I'm going to tell you the real story of the Rain King, the Counting Crows song. No. Okay. It's a bad song. It's, it's all right. No one wants to hear about it. We already did that bit. Okay, so so I shouldn't do a cover of no. it for this episode? Oh, yes, do it. <laughs> at the end, at the end. Okay. Come and tell us, dude, about the spooky thing that happened to you. Because we'll never tell you that we don't believe you. Unless we get abducted, we will never leave you. We want to hear about your personal X-File. Um, there's a lot of stories about this I heard... I listened to an episode of The Dollop, and they did a really good episode on it. Um, but this comes from WBUR. I don't know what that is. Wibber. Wibber. It's a San Diego. It looks like it's a San Diego NPR, basically. Hmm. And it kind of, I reread it to um, remind me of the story of Charles Hatfield, who is named the Rainmaker. Interesting. Now, um... During, like, 1910, right, 1915, mm-hmm. um, there were big droughts all across California. And it was mentioned in this episode that, like, you know, you have the snake oil sna- salesman mm-hmm. who promised things. Well, there was a man by the name of Charles Hatfield, and he promised to be um, – he, he actually – Build himself as a moisture accelerator. Oh, I like that. So, Ooh, ladies, accelerate my moisture. Ladies, eh? uh, he was actually a sewing machine machine salesman, <laughs> but he did this on the side. Um, and he convinced people that he had a method of creating rain um, from a chemical cocktail he created. Mm. He actually said that. He doesn't create the rain; he just brings in the clouds. Interesting. Yes. So. Uh, in California in, like, 1915, I believe, San Diego was so fucking desperate for rain, um, the city council, with a four-to-one vote, promised $10,000 in 1915 money. That's a lot. Jesus. In a handshake deal, uh, yeah, so Charles Hatfield could set up and make rain in San Diego. And you would think, ha, 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 those suckers. What are they? What are they? Would you... <laughs> Like, there, I mean, this yeah. guy's getting paid nothing to do nothing. So, what he did, um, he built a 20-foot tower in the area, 
and he burnt his like chemical mixture mm-hmm. up on top of the 20 foot tower. Uh, witnesses also claimed he shot the chemicals into the air like bombs, spurting fumes and smoke to ascend to the sky and convince the cumulus clouds to send down their rain. Um, now, this is all very silly mm-hmm. because, you know, he's probably just sending like colored water up, yeah. right? But on January 1st, 1916, the rain started mm. and it didn't stop. Until February. Oh, my God. It rained every single day in January. (laughs) 30 inches of rain. Wow. The dam, which had been almost empty before he got there, had overflowed, washed out roads, it lifted railway tracks, and it just leveled houses. They said 14 to 50 people died. But Ooh. that's not counting. Um, there was a Japanese village there what? as well of immigrants along the railway. And they didn't count all those people. So it could be in the hundreds. Oh, my gosh. Um, so Charles, you know, <laughs> he made rain. He made rain. So he actually goes back to the city council for his GD money. Well, he did what they asked him. He did. They said, sorry, sir, that was an act of God, and you don't get your money. So there was a huge, like, legal battle. Wow. And Charles Hatfield never got his money. But he did make it rain. (laughs) And that's the story of the real Rain King. Wow. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of really good uh, podcasts on it. I just Google it. It's really good. Cool. Uh, What do we do next? Predictions. Yeah. It's your turn to predict. Excellent. Anything could happen based on a name. Anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game. Tell me, Courtney, what's it gonna be? A way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. Um, the points. The points. You got a half point. I got a half point because there was a weather controlling person. And it was, but it wasn't in Iowa. Nope. It was not in Iowa. And I feel shamed. Uh, Okay. You don't have to. Um, so, oh, Courtney. What? Season six, episode nine. Nice. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. (laughs) Allison, nice. 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 So the title (gasps) is. SR 819. Okay. You know who's nice? Who's nice? Skinner. Skinner is nice! This is going to be a Skinner episode. I hope so. What, Allison? This is episode 69. Uh-huh. That's the sex number. That is the sex number. If they, if the X-Files don't put Skinner in this episode... Crime. I'm, I'm done. No, I'm done with the episode. Well, Okay. <laughs> This is going to be a Skinner-centric episode. Cool. It's going to have some, oh, some real, just thick moments. Mm. The BDE is going to be real intense. Oh, I'm excited. There's going to be some tense, very close moments. Maybe the fire will be back in the relationship between him and Mulder. We can only hope. So it's going to be a Skinner-centric episode. I'm going to say... Because we haven't seen him. We haven't seen him in a little bit. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been a hot minute. Um, Half a point for Skinner episode. Have Skinner-centric. I'm going to say that the 
the dark government does not like what that Mulder and Scully are still X Files. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna use Skinner as a pawn to kind of make him stop. So they, um, I don't know if Skinner gets like kidnapped. I don't know if they go that far something or they bad like happens something bad happens to Skinner and, in a like threatening Skinner's way. Skinner's in danger. The government, the dark presidential cabal um threatens skinner in order to get Mulder back in line okay yeah. i like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So half point for skinner episode half, half and then half point for him his life being threatened yeah, by yeah, the cabal yeah 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 cool yeah, yeah, i'm yeah, into yeah, it yeah okay. me too nice 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 nice, 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 nice. can't wait uh if the space cadets want to get a hold of us, what do they do? You guys can email us at doublexfilespodcast at gmail.com. That's double spelled out, D-O-U-B-L-E. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at doublexfiles. And on Tumblr at fuck yeah, doublexfiles. And we love to hear from you. We want to hear about your high school reunions. We want to hear about your very specific kinks that we can work into our episodes. What's your sexiest weather pattern? What's your what's the horniest tornado you've seen? Have you touched a cow's tit? What Did it like it? <laughs> Tell us all that and more. Um, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Allison, this podcast is very silly. Where can I hear another silly podcast like this one? Oh, if you want to hear another silly podcast like this one, there's lots of them at our host, MajorCast Network, uh, just like this one. Coming soon to an iPod or iPod-like accessory to you. A new format of an old favorite. In Musty TV, Prestige. I'm Liam Sr., and I own many different mahogany bookshelves. I'm Josh Phillips, and I wax my floors nightly. And we are experts in all things prestige, but especially television. Some people think the golden age of television is today, but it's existed for years, decades even. And we will look at every episode of a very real television show and explore it, live it, breathe it with you along for the ride. These are all very real shows, and we're not making everything up. That's a guarantee. And don't try to find them whatever you do, because you won't. Seriously, seriously, don't try to find them. Seriously. Every other Thursday on the Major Cast Network, or wherever you get podcasts. For now, enjoy Musty TV Prestige. Stay tuned. Oh, that was so silly. <laughs> I love it. Okay. It's raining outside. It is. You know what that means. I'm the rain king. It's time to get wet. Hell yeah. <laughs> Until next time, the, the truth, truth is out there. there. Get wet. Nice. Nice. Nice, 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 nice. Thanks for listening to the Major Casts Network. Stay fun, stay nasty, and stay major.